0: The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprints with a Z.com. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. That's right. Bringing the newest episode of the Say Something Podcast.
1: Say something, say something, say something.
0: Say something with Jermaine Morris Barry Axius, where we highlight things going on out here in the life, out here in the traffic, out here in the streets.
1: In yeah, these cool. Cold, 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 cold streets. And they are freezing
0: right now. It is 20 below. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) hell For sure. Frosty in the traffic. Episode number 97. Oh, 97. 97. 97 Going to heaven. 97 going to heaven. Too many folks did. Too many folks. (laughs)
1: Yes. And there's a lot of folks that have gone to heaven um, this year already
0: yeah yeah and one of them just most recently passed we highlight somebody who's done something great in for the for the culture for the people and she just recently passed after having a full life Mm. of contributing of promoting uh, uh, us and our greatness even through our struggles yeah she had a full 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 i I mean you, no one's ever guaranteed a promise how many years that we have on this earth, but to make it almost a century of all the things that she saw in, in her existence, uh, she's most notably for being a, a, a fashion model and an actress. But what she did as representation, because we speak all the time here that representation is important. But what she did by representation of showing and highlighting the multifaceted, multi leveled, and multi layers of how Black women show up historically through the works and deeds that she did was astounding. For sure. That she showed, you know, depending upon how you remember, how long in the tooth you were, people remember her from stuff like Sounder or the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. Um, a bunch of stuff women mean more comical stuff. Some people remember in her time, she was married to Miles Davis. Uh, some people remember her. She kept history and culture over the decades and spanning in life. And and though she was recognized for her craft, like she won like three primetime Emmys, a Tony and Honorary Academy Award, uh, Screen Actors Guild Award. Like, she was recognized for her talent. What I do appreciate is that. It didn't take her passing before she got her flowers. She's one of the few people that I'll say during the course of her life that we continually showed up for and and recognized her. I can't count how many times I would see things where they would show um, other women of other ethnicities at their age. And then they would highlight how well she looked for her age. Yeah. I mean, they would show some, you know, uh, white woman in her 60s and they would show her in her late 70s. Yeah. So this one, or her, her counterparts, and, and showing the work that she did. She just recently left us. She's she's passed on to 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 greener pastures, but what she did, like I said, was was is definitely not something that should be glossed over, and her legacy should be highlighted and remembered. So we just take a moment for the, for not only the passing, but the entire lifetime of one uh, Miss Cicely Tyson. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Also. Yeah. Temple's head coach, John Chaney, passed away as well. I want to go give a shout-out. Definitely was one of the reasons why I literally watched college basketball was John Chaney, um, you know, and his passing. You know, Temple University had a great coach. He never went to the um, NBA. But, you know, we we also had what we forgot to bring it up was Hank Aaron that passed before. So when they talk about it comes in threes, you know, it seems like it comes in like a five-pack nowadays.
0: Oh, it, it, it it's a case now. It, 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 it's 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 a, it's a whole ice chest. It's a case in the cooler. It, you it's, know, it's
1: like you're, you're celebrating the death of Kobe, and then you have these back to back to back. I mean, iconic legends of our community.
0: Yeah, at at this point, um, yeah we we can't take take being here for granted. Not at all. Like, it, it's real easy to to get used to seeing people. Like, one yeah. thing I noticed with, with with Cicely Tyson specifically was how old everybody else has become. You know, we get older, and, and we just kind of look at who we know. Like, I didn't realize, you know, Denzel Washington is nearly 70.
1: That's great. <laughs> That's wow.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like the idea of Denzel being 66, something like that, 66, 67. Like, Denzel look was 70?
1: Black don't crack. That's the reason why, man. I think that are our melanated selves the way we uniform ourselves and you got to think about it you would expect them to be a lot older regardless of the melanation because of the work that they put in in the kind of career that they chose right um not only having to work on certain projects but the demand that is asked of them right uh you you make a movie now you're doing press all those interviews all the print that you have to take, you know, on and on, the traveling to different premieres. So that level, outside of just all of the personal things that they have to grow, you would think that would age them a lot more. But, you know, you got Denzel still looking like a 50-year-old dude. Yeah, I mean. Oh, what a 50-year-old dude supposed to look at this.
0: Yeah, beginning? Samuel L. Jackson's like 72, something like that. He don't. He look like he ain't
1: been aged since. He looked worse than. When he first came out, remember when he was came out and yeah. um, as a drug addict in uh, what movie was that? Was that Jungle Fever, I believe it, I believe was. it was? Jungle oh. Fever. Yeah. yeah. And he's looking a lot better. I remember he just played the Shaft character. This dude is like doing action movies at the age of 70, which is yeah. Wild.
0: And even in that Shaft movie, he's playing a 40-something-year-old, 50-year-old, because yeah, yeah. the son's like mid-20s. And and and, 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 round Tree
1: Tree and the original <laughs> shaft.
0: The original shaft yeah. is the ah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, so I mean. reach round is supposed to be 60, 70 in that movie. So with shaft uh-huh. supposed to be like maybe 45, 50 in that movie, a 70-year-old playing a 45-50 year old. Um, yeah, and it's just like it's easy to take for granted people being here. Yeah, like we just get accustomed to seeing them. And and even sometimes I remember seeing when Will Smith is a Will's 51, I was like, Well, Will 51? You know, like just after a while. So it's important that. We don't just take for granted, and not even just like celebrities that way, but grandma and grandpa, yeah, people in general, don't that we don't take for granted, you know, auntie and uncle and that cousin. There's no guarantee that we're gonna be here, and just because they're we're quote unquote young or you know, at a certain age, uh, this world is showing on a continuous basis that it, nothing's it, guaranteed,
1: bro. Nothing, nothing's guaranteed, and like. Not only don't take people for granted, but don't take your time for granted and put the maximum amount of effort to impact um, individuals, impact your 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 community, impact your family in a positive way, and leave a righteous legacy. I think that some folks don't really understand um, some of the legacies that they leave and some of the memories that they're leaving are very demonic, um, very uh, depressing.
0: I'm
1: just, I mean, it, it's just... It's something that you turn around and say like that was like a waste of talent. That was a waste of a person because you did not give anything positive to the community, to your family. You left actually a burden where folks are going to ask questions and be like, well, what happened? There's a lot more of that. If someone has to make up like good things to say about you in a funeral, of your passing or memorial of your passing, you know that you probably didn't move in a proper way that maintained some clarity. You shouldn't be having a person that's dying at like 35 and they remember that good person when they were 14. <laughs> you know, yes. like, well, I remember when, Jump all way back was,
0: when he was in the Little League, he, he
1: was an angel. <laughs> exactly. it was like, well, yeah. what happened shoot, 20 years prior after that? So it, it's, bruh, it's like, it's the first month Excuse me, the first day of, of Black History yep. Month, a.k.a. Black Heritage Month, we need to go ahead and throw Black Heritage because we are not done with our history, though we have a, a powerful, empowered, impactful history that, you know, usually doesn't get highlighted. So we're always uh, appreciative when, you know, saying a moment with Morris comes down and, and blesses us with you Know those unique perspectives of you know black culture, black history, and unique individuals that have r- built up the culture. The first day you're gonna have a whole bunch of people pandering because it's okay to now celebrate black history. Folks are actually excited about it. I've seen a lot of m- major mainstream media promoting the black business, and it's like crazy because once upon a time it was like niggas barely wanted to promote black businesses, and now you got mainstream promoted black businesses, right?
0: Popular for the next 28 days. 28 days you think 20, 20, 20, it's, it's popular for for February well okay so I'll be interested to see if Feb, if black history Black Heritage Month is the pass for um nothing getting done. No, no, no! Hold
1: on a second! Hold on. let's 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 stop right
0: there, homeboy. <laughs> because what got done
1: was Harriet Tubman will officially will be on that twenty dollar
0: bill. We have got our reparations, black man. Hallelujah <sighs> <Tyler laughs> really for Biden. <laughs> Martin couldn't get here with us, but but he knew that we was going to overcome. Oh my
1: God, dog!
0: That to me <laughs> is the most
1: asinizing most pandering. And if you think that that is progress in any kind of way for us to even have one of our great beloved ancestors, though she is due all of her just desserts and and, and the honor of her being on any kind of thing. I would rather have monuments. I'd rather have buildings named by her, streets named by her, a lot more of those things. I know there's probably maybe one or two, probably somewhere in the East Coast, maybe in the South, but like all over plastered. I would rather have you know, buildings, like I said, made for her. But a $20 bill that most white folks are going to be like, give me a 10 or give me a five does not give a pass to our president-elect Joe Biden. Um, this is um, pacifying what to me what we really truly want. And what we don't want is a person on a $20 bill. We don't want to be a part of the slave master's currency. We want reparations. And the unfortunate part about that, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about, just want to kind of briefly just chime in on just one quick piece of this. We have not received anything more than just another symbolic gesture of progress and not one conversation. And I'm hoping it speeds up since it is Black History Month. And we're going to talk about a lot of Black issues through the 28 days that we have. Yes, only 28 days. But we got to make sure that we don't allow them to say, here's Harriet, you guys got something, because that's not (laughs) us getting anything. And to move us forward, we have to be courageous enough and defiant And when I say define, because a lot of Negroes will be okay and say, let's just wait. No, let's defy the odds and start speaking our mind a little bit more, not casually, but very directly to the president and say, hey, good looking on that 20. But can we talk about the over 500 years that's old? Because that twenty dollars can't be flipped enough to be able to add into what we are old and what we need.
0: Yeah, it's it's the beginning of black history month. And it's one that we there and say, okay, well, look at all the great feats that we've done throughout history and look at all the people who have dramatically changed the course of this nation who have never gotten their proper recognition. Uh, even when we sit there and and we'll, for the next few, few weeks, you're going to hear about Martin Luther King. You'll hear about Rosa Parks. You'll hear about, um, You know they they they'll throw a a few curveballs. You may hear about Frederick Douglass. Um, you you may hear you know uh, you ain't gonna hear too much Malcolm, but but you may hear a couple of these. Oh, you're not gonna get any. You're gonna hear no Malcolm. But I think that for us, we have to be honest about all our moves. Ain't been good moves. And when we have to say that we still have work to do, that's still internal.
1: Okay.
0: You know that that. And these things are mutually exclusive to say that the government needs to do its part and we as a community need to do our part. These things can both happen simultaneously. And Mm -hmm. and I think too often it gets get on this either or. Well, you guys clean up your neighborhood, then we'll worry about this or when the government does and gives us this, then we'll go ahead and we'll take care of that. Now, these two these two races can be run at the same time. And as we can't sit around as a community waiting for someone to come in, swoop down and save us any more than we tell them y'all are off the hook for the damage you've done and and the debt that you owe. Brother, listen, I just I just think that for me, it's asinizing that
1: they have these conversations about equity. They keep saying equity, equity, racial equity. Racial equity doesn't mean black equity. And and then I think that folks really have to understand that. Don't get caught into these terminologies and don't get caught with this language that they constantly play. Because I've heard transgender. And one person was trying to debate with me about, well, you know, transgender is also black people. Transgender is transgender, meaning everybody. (laughs) One black person out of the transgender group that gets equity from that bravo but the reality is we're talking about black issues yeah. and the black issues have not been uh, a set ground we've even heard Asians we've even heard about something about um some some um anti uh,
0: things uh, well, discrimin- I don't, I, anti-discriminatory yeah, practices t- towards Asians for
1: Asia. I'm like whoa, whoa, where's the black people out in that so I, I think that America has this funny way of when they want to shut us out out of America they shut us out and they, they they do that very so often when they want to include us when you talk about black lives matter um and you talk about all the different things uh that 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 create a lot of what changes America, it's black issues or black people standing up for Americans because a lot of the issues when we talk about equity, the lack of of of, of housing, the lack of education in these programs, mind you, every hood school don't all have black people in it. Yeah. There's Asian, there's Latino, there's some white folks. But we are the ones, African Americans, standing up proud and challenging the system to change certain things. So who does that help? That helps support every American. So let's be very clear when we talk about things that happen here, right? It's not a black issue. It's really a people issue. It's just more black people are affected by this people's issue. And we are always the forefront of challenging a system that just has a great, 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 great way of always showing us you will not Be let in because we will say we need the black vote. They're very clear when they say it, we need black people to vote. The same president that we elected said if black people don't vote for him, they're not really black. So how all of a sudden you can keep a black in your mouth and then now you're elected, we can't hear a black nothing. We'll hear about well, we have to, you know, identify how um you know black people have been treated. Okay, well, we've already identified it for you. Can we put some proper planning and solutions to kind of get us back to where we need to? Or they also use it for shock treatment, right? When the insurrection happened, a lot of us haven't forgotten about that. Not at all. You said, well, if it was a Black Lives Matter protest, we already know what would have been the end result. So, you know, and we know, you know, we're here, you know, we're around, you know, we exist. So I just don't understand why our problems don't exist. (laughs) Why aren't our immediate issues that we need solved that you know we need solved? Why don't those exist when it comes down to actually breaking down certified plans that are sustainable, not plans that are just in the moment, but plans that are sustainable to create systemic changes in our communities that have been ravaged by multiple things from enslavement to crack. Dog, we have had it from gentrification to uh, uh, us ingra- integrating into a system that has just been bullying us from day one.
0: Yeah. So that 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 I don't know if you if you catch it and if anybody hasn't seen it, that's an amazing program. They have crack on Netflix. Brother, yeah. that is dope. Where it <laughs> fully in details and breaks down what we've been speaking on for decades about the United States government direct involvement with where the crack epidemic spread through black communities, as well as the the legal ramifications of that said epidemic about how uh, <laughs> it was completely one of the one of the most interesting things that was said to me is like when I got out of there, because I I knew it, but it was interesting when you see it like in numbers about how uh, two thirds of crack addicts at the time period were Caucasian. <laughs> Say that one more time, dog. That two two-thirds of crack addicts in the boom of crack yes. were white. But who do you always see as the boom for the, the addiction face, and the for the drug dealing? The face yeah. is black. But the face of, of 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 if you say crack dealer, crack head, crack baby, crack mother, oh, the feed. face is, is black. <laughs> but but yeah, because that breakdown about how cocaine was the, the upper echelons, you know, party favor. That was that Wall industry.
1: Street drug, dog.
0: Yeah. And then cocaine got affordable. And then uh, after the Richard Pryor incident where everybody learned about Freebasing and then you had, you know, Freeway Rick Wall showing everybody how to how to how to cook the crack and make it more accessible for people, all that sort of stuff. And then you've got it. it, They were even showing it was he said all these um, he said, where are all these white people coming from? when they're showing in in Brooklyn and the Bronx that they come from New Jersey. It was all these these white people were coming from the suburbs. Yeah, white people were coming from the suburbs because a they didn't have crack dealers in those suburbs, and b nobody knew how to to take cocaine and make crack, in <laughs> leave it to Beaverland. The entrepreneurship and the creativity
1: and the inventions that we as black people, for good and for bad, because we also created the cotton, uh, you know, the cotton gin, whatever. The yeah. shit that is, is, Um. You know, is, is totally amazing to me. But you know, another thing that i think people don't identify with also that that movie which is an excellent documentary it's it's very tight it's i i wish it was longer right i think they yeah. needed a, like a part 2 maybe 3 or 4 but i think that most folks might have lost it but i think that they did a great enough job yeah. there should have probably some parts like you know when they chap i would have loved if they did the chapters and kind of instead of it would have been like an hour for each
0: one right you could you could have done like michael jordan's last dance you could have exactly. you could have done an hour per chapter yes
1: so And in particularly the moment where you learn how did the police become this military military force, right? This military force was because the war on drugs was declared and that's how they got the training because there was so much money being invested in this absolutely um, fictitious war. Right. This war that the American government allowed to happen. Right. And that's why. We, when we talked offline before we even got on where we have this speculation and this skepticism about, oh, man, the vaccine. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm not taking no damn vaccine. Have, have you seen what America has done when it comes to black people on every angle?
0: Have you watched what they've done? So I'm, up, I'm wondering how, how America treats people like, like America is crappy to Americans, just just in general, just off top, we, we, you know, just of any color. Then how America treats black people like there's nothing that this country shows that shows that it truly has its people in th- its best interest. So knowing that I watch how it treats the vets that come home, <laughs> how they come back with PTSD. They have, they have all these, these issues that they're, they're battling all this stuff and they're just thrown to the wayside. I watch how they treat the public school system across <laughs> the nation. Mm. I I watch how it deals with its homeless population. I watch how it deals with people with mental health issues. I watch how it deals with the criminal justice system. And this is across the board. Like, I I mean, so this country is, is not there for its people. But we as black people
1: are the ones that religiously stand up and say something. And at the same time, at the same time as we say something, we are always subjected to be targeted as the complainers of a broken system that does not work for anyone. Four people died here alone in Sacramento. Homeless, unsheltered folks. a whole un- unsheltered population died during our quick little two-day storm. No doors yeah. were open. And, and, and Folks knew ahead of time what was going to end up happening. We, before COVID hit, had Meetings upon meetings upon meetings about where we were going to create these shelters for the homeless our our unsheltered folks. And for whatever reason, none of these places were even, um, you know, made and even some of the um, politics behind it and politicians Um, that weren't for it were arguing well i don't want this shelter over here because of a b c and d right i
0: don't want people over here now
1: you're turning around you you know folks want to you know have the mayor get recalled they want him to resign and the mayor is crying foul and other folks are pointing fingers at mayor and it's all a one big clusterfuck and i think that everybody has to look at this and say well a majority of people were arguing that they didn't even want it the shelters around their area because of everything negative that comes with being a person that's unsheltered. But the reality of being unsheltered, we're all one check away from that, one moment, one bad decision, yep. one real uh, uh sick, uh, 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 something sickly happening to us to where we cannot work or we cannot earn, right? Or you get laid off, whatever, because as you and I discussed, how in the freaking hell does any place where you're renting out tell you that your rent is going to go up yeah, yeah. how, how, how do you know what was, what's going on right now did you I understand you got bills I get, I get it yeah. but I think that if I'm still paying my eleven thousand my eleven hundred dollars a month and and, and and Joe blow is doing probably a few numbers more I think you'll be okay <laughs> you know what I'm saying I think you'll yeah. be okay at this particular point
0: Even if you're and so I get the capitalism side. Okay, the marketplace shift we got like for Sacramento specifically, average one bedroom apartment is twelve fifty in Sacramento. And because Bay Area prices are insane, you got a bunch of Bay Area people moving here, which just inadvertently raises the rent. That's the basic premise of the the supply and demand. It's the market. I get that. But there should be some type of caveat or exception when you have not allowed such a high percentage of people to go back to work freely. Uh. So if you're telling somebody your industry is is out, you know, so depending upon what you do for a living, you your industry may not exist anymore. You know, and so or at least for right now, it's like if you have a nightclub business, <laughs> brother, your, your your industry is out. It's one thing if you work in a restaurant, well, you can keep sixty percent capacity. But well, I run a I run a nightclub. Remember, I can't I can't work. I my everybody who work for me is out of work. Uh, right. And so, if that's the case, if you're not allowing people to go back to work, then there need to be stipulations because that's that is not capitalism when you're forcing people not to work. Capitalism right. is letting the market figure it out what's your value and what people will pay. Tell Government you. intervention directly affects is directly co- contradicts capitalism facts so uh, if if you're saying you can't work then you need to then apply the rules of since we're stepping in we need to do this because like you said everybody is a blown head gasket away from homelessness dog like you you I barely know. covering your. let you blow a head gasket let you need 1500 two thousand dollars worth of car work done or irs letter away from homelessness anything Anything you you let you have some real let you need four new tires, brother. Like there's some folks if you need four new tires at the same time, new brakes and rotors and calipers,
1: four new tires, rent is due, groceries, and you have a a child that's a fourteen year old that constantly is growing, and you're behind on your smud bill, and you basically told them, hey, I'm gonna pay on this month as soon as your tires all need to be. Changed and by the way, that cell phone bill for three different phones because of course you have somebody on your family plan, yeah. you got your cousin or somebody, and then of course you have your child on it, and uh, boom, there you have it. Welcome yeah, and, to the world that we live in.
0: And, and I saw one breakdown which I thought was so true and telling about where we're at with this situation specifically is that your utilities, your your your, your smud bill, whatever wherever you live in the world, whatever it's called, whatever your electric company is here, it's smud. If your smud bill gets out of control because you haven't been able to pay it, so it's due, past due, it's just unstacked up. They're like, hey, we need all this. We we, we need all 800. We need all 900. If your utilities go out and you're in a rental situation, part of the stipulations for your rental lease is maintaining utilities. So you can't stay in an apartment that you rent without power. Mm. You, you can't stay in it without, without pouring gas. So you can get evicted for not having electricity because you couldn't afford the bill. So you're Sad. barely covering rent and because you couldn't keep up with your electric bill, they'll hit you with the three day to pay or quit. Well, I can't come up with the 800. If I could have paid the, the light bill, I would have paid it before they checked the light up. bill. And Sad. so you get, you're, you're homeless now because you couldn't afford the light bill. Now you still have a job. You still do everything that you're, you're not on the street. You're not, it's not a mental health situation. You're not a drug addict. You're not a criminal. You just got priced out of your home. Facts. Working in a business that you that does not let a, a state that's not letting you work.
1: Facts. And, yeah. and that's and that becomes the biggest issue that we have. Yeah. You're telling me we need to stay home to stop the spread. Yeah. But you're not helping me pay my bills. And yeah. then you also are squeezing me when I'm trying to pay my bills because you are. Now, you know, creating ways to you're modifying how I can make money. There's restrictions on how I can make money. I cannot imagine being a, a a a nightclub owner or a event promoter, right? Because think about it. Some of my events, like I have an event and my my annual event where we're going on like what nine or ten years, we do the crab feed. I yeah. can't do no damn crab feed. I can't do no virtual crab feed. I'm gonna try to figure out some alternative, and I'm kind of waiting it out to see what maybe March or April looks like, right? Yeah. Since we're allegedly opened up a little bit more compared to where we was uh you know last month and the month before. Yeah. But you know, people besides you can't have the space to utilize to do a crab feed like that, people are so paranoid to be around people. Yeah, what are folks gonna be doing? sitting there with their masks on as they eat a whole bunch of crab. Like these things that we used to do, how we used to define ourselves as being normal are no longer considered normal because, again, the propaganda has been built. And that's why I tell folks, go watch that Netflix crack. Watch it. Look at the propaganda machine that was created. What happened when they started labeling black babies as crack babies? Yeah. What happened when they started labeling all drug dealers as just african americans when you know that the bigger suppliers were in another country like what happened
0: when 62 tons coming in
1: what happened when a community was so upset because there was not proper policing during that particular time that created the laws that we're dealing with currently now uh the crime bill and all of these other different things and how again like i said earlier how we saw the creation of police being a military unit outside of being cops that run the beat like these are the things that happened a long time ago so when you look at this situation and now we have COVID-19 and everybody wants to be so lily dumb because I know folks are dying but also folks are surviving we just want to lose ourselves And we play into the propaganda machine because what they're utilizing is the fear tactic. And what the media is doing is playing it. One minute you're hearing this, the next minute you're hearing that. And it it just translates to, I don't know what the hell to do, but just try to survive. This is how capitalism continues to stay relevant in our communities. And this is how we are stuck by believing that we are supposed to trust the government But in reality, how could you trust a government that's not only bad to black people, as we've already properly pointed, but has been bad to all people, except if you are a part of the 1% that they're going to give you whatever, because it's like, shoot, without the 1%, this whole country doesn't keep moving.
0: Yeah. It's just country shows over and over and over again that it's willing to screw you at every turn. And we've got situations where you've got like Covid stuff. So I, I have an uncle who's a uh, mortician, runs a uh, mortuary home out towards the bay, and I was talking to him, and he was just talking about all the Covid cases that he's been getting in there because they have specific protocol for 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 Covid bodies that show up, and the the misinformation that goes out about in the the steps. Like, so look at this. If, if the government was really looking out for you, talk about preventive measures. The first thing there should have been was a heavy push to boost your immune system. Not, not not get a mask, not stand six feet away from somebody. You know uh, what they do know, COVID wise, is that COVID is less like the flu, and it's more like HIV. Woo!
1: Say that one more time, brother. So COVID Straight is less
0: up. less like the flu, more like HIV. You don't die from HIV. HIV compromises your immune system, and then you die from the. You know, you can die from a common cold. So once you get COVID and, and you have a compromised immune system, then you've got breathing problems. You've got all these other things. And then it's usually something else that compounds that kills you. That's why they have all these debates about if this was a, a COVID death or not. And so if, if this is a government that's like, we really want to make sure we take care. OK, then why aren't they sending immunity packs to everybody's homes with a stimulus check? Here, here's your zinc. Here's your B six. Your B twelve. Your vitamin D. Here's the stuff that's actually going to fight COVID and help keep you alive and keep you healthy. Like that's when you' are looking out for folks. That's when you genuinely care. Like, let me give you the tools to actually fight the war that you're fighting. Yes, sir. You know, um, these are things that we don't stress. These are. It's not even information that's heavily promoted. Why would it be promoted? That's what I'm saying. So if, if we know what, that, what, 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 no, 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 no,
1: what is going to be promoted is COVID. And what's going to be promoted is now you are not doing your due diligence as an American to stop the spread by not taking the vaccine. We have masks. We have closed on our businesses. We have stayed inside. We've allowed our kids to be part of the social distance learning project. We have did six feet. We have even some of us went far and beyond to support others who could not. Be supported or did not have support in this moment. We've done it all. Yeah. And the government has done a little to nothing except continue to tell us what to do and how to do it, taking away our power of choice. This, again, is not saying to my people that COVID is not real. Yeah. I do it believe it is. But AIDS is real. Cancer is real. A flu is still a real thing. Yeah. And these things that now we were being told is unhealthy are the things that are the only things open liquor stores Never. fast food restaurants i mean the drive-through you brother those are the most popping things when you go hey talk, talk about before it was only late night but that's 24 hours drive-ins are open and people are at the taco bells in and outs burger tanks mcdonald's food that's literally killing you it's food that kills us food that kills us liquor that kills us they're all open all open for business. Yeah. And so now you want to sit there and tell us about we're not doing our job by going ahead, and taking the vaccine. Please sway and miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, These are the kind of things that I think folks have to really start making sound decisions for themselves and start understanding. Listen, this ain't a black thing. This is American way thing. The American way has always been to make sure the lower bottom of the tax bracket Will always feel like the lower bottom of the tax bracket, and it also proves itself that America don't want other people to come up. You see what happened with um the the, the whole GameStop and Wall Street and Robin Hood situation when the
0: when yeah. the the others, <laughs> you know, yeah, what we be? didn't Go- pick you guys yeah. to come up. <laughs> we we didn't, no no no, we y'all you the line. We figured out that. a little way
1: in. It was like. Oh, so that proves, again, that this is not a place where they want you to win.
0: Yeah, the game you, is rigged. The, the game has been rigged, and I think the folks will wake up to that, dog. So my thing is that we have to acknowledge the government's responsibility in some of our problems and resp- and recognize its need to do right by its citizens. But like I said, that's not the only leg of this race. So we got some in-house stuff some behaviors that we find ourselves doing, which are problematic as well. And so things that you, we can't get hung up on the hamster wheel of, you know, chicken or the egg, which came first or, or this and that, the same way that crack was, was flooded into the community, into impoverished areas that, that this was the only way that they could have generated income for a lot of them, or it was an escape from their current situation uh, there still is some personal agency and some personal responsibility into deciding to sell or to use, yes. Sir. We, we there are some systemic things that happen, but there still is individual choice that factors in. There's morality
1: and, that plays a part, definitely. Morality.
0: That, That's there's morality that plays a
1: part, yeah. And so,
0: right now, we're we're faced with another situation of economic downturn. Um, Human beings were not designed, we are fundamentally not designed it to be in isolation. That, that's why when you're locked up, the worst penalty they give you is, is to sit you in solitary, to completely isolate you by yourself. People go crazy. Human beings need human contact interaction. So to spend an entire year of being told you can't be around your loved ones, grandma dies and nobody you can't have a proper funeral for, that you can't, people missing graduation, people just miss the day the day cough. That's why everybody's acting a fool for a while about needing to get out, uh, and then you cut off people's money. People can't can't generate income, and then you start seeing our thirteen year old girls with OnlyFans pages. You start seeing dudes out here trying to trying to traffic young girls and 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 try to you know do a bunch of illegal activities to keep stuff going. Is it a justification? No, but it is a symptom of what happens when you have this type of sick society. And when it comes to our in house stuff, you know we, we got to circle the wagons and start dealing with some stuff a little bit better instead of charging things to the game, charging things to the individual and acting like we don't have some of these problematic folks that we need to deal with before it gets to the point where we have stories like we have in the news as of lately. Brother?
1: <laughs> brother, 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 L- li- <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't know where to start
0: dog. I, I really <laughs> are we still in 2020 yeah i mean so so putting this frame in this right so going into the end of, of 2020 going around uh august september ish there was roughly almost seventy thousand missing black women and girls in this country in 2020 numbers higher now of course um so not a new condition but this is where where are we at involved when it comes to the protection of, of, of in the looking out for these young girls and women? Where are we
1: at? We in last place right now, brother.
0: We and have all these we have these issues and conditions of domestic violence and women dying at the hands of their significant other last year. Yes, skyrocketing sir. numbers. Yes, sir. Where are we at in the protection of these women and these girls?
1: Here's a problem. We talk about the crack epidemic, right?
0: Yeah, what
1: was the one of the worst things that happened to crack epidemic besides the destruction of the black families and all these other things, jailing, mass incarceration? Let's go past all that. What was one of the 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 worst things that they did that they should have probably thought about that now they're doing for the opioid epidemic?
0: What were they made uh, crack addicts criminals as opposed to sick? Okay, now we have a sickness. In our
1: community, mental illness is real. Yes. And for a male, a black male, we are black males, right? You and I have gone through those moments where we were challenged in our blackness and challenged in our manhood. You know, at times there were moments where a black male had to be a certain kind of way. You had to be tough, you had to be strong. You know, resilient is always one of those things that we put, but you know what? it was always told don't cry and all these different things don't show emotion and it was like yo yeah. negro f that b or, yeah you know like even if you love her you're like yo bro f that b. like yeah, yeah f that. B. <laughs> you don't even, you love her and you're like damn it these niggas are telling me f her it's like how many things did we screw up for the fact that our friends was influenced us in another way and we didn't even think that way yeah but the majority always ruled so the reality is we've always had this fight of trying to figure out who we are right and it, and it definitely gets scarier when you get older right because you know at the age of 13 around those times where you really are kind of uh just finding your way some of that stuff is cute you could probably outgrow it it's yeah. probably a fad at that particular time but now you know you get older this becomes who you are as a character because you built into this right you built into this this character So if you built into a a Tony Montana slash Tupac-ish kind of character, and that's all you've been, you've never tried to do anything else but be that, um, and you've decided, I am going to be the street figure, there's so many different parables that come with that. Now, what we're having now is these challenges with young black males, where more and more young black males are being influenced to be street that like, it doesn't even matter if they were Joe Blow from North Dakota. It's almost like, yo, you got to be a street end. Yeah. So what you have these fluent um, young men coming in and being these street dudes, they lose themselves and never find who they really are. And it comes down to them not being young, but being older men. Now that challenge has now become something of more of an epidemic. Because we have challenges with mental health. We have challenges that go with things that are happening in our community that have never been justified because every time you hear mental health, you think white people. Every time you hear ma- mental health, you think crazy. Every time you think mental health, you don't think about black people having mental health because what? They've told us to be resilient. They've told us not to cry. They showed yeah. that if you had a mental breakdown, you were showing weakness. So you have to be strong. The reality is a yeah. lot of our Let's people tell you, you're are not mentally strong. A lot of yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of our people are going through a lot of mental health issues. Now, this mental health issue induced with drug <laughs> as a coping mechanism. Right. So now we have the drugs that have just been deliberately um, been promoted to our community. And I talked about it in one of my Facebook posts that we came from the era that denounced it. But then also we came from the era that celebrated and iconically with figures like our my brother, Matt Dre, Really created it to be a symbol of man. I'm I'm geeked up. I'm you know I'm fizz. I'm I'm yeah. I'm feeling good. Like it's it's I'm man. I'm 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 just I'm like jiggy. I'm I'm having a great time. We allow that, and what it's happened is now it's pled to our kids, and it's fled to our kids, and our kids don't know the balance because there's in music there's no balance, and at the end of the day it comes in to create so many negative things, and these negative things create negative people, and we all are now. Rushing to find this change, but in the idea of change, we don't have the resources. And it's never been something that you can change overnight. But yeah. one thing that we've never had, we've never had resources. We've always, either in America, arrested our way, thinking that that was going to be the proper way, throw these little Negroes in jail, they'll yeah. get better because this rehabilitation center that's never been a rehabilitation center, it's been another, uh, a, a, another slave ship for capitalism, as we all know, from what yeah. the private prisons is and some of the other prisons around uh, of the world is you would now have a lost generation that has been helped by our generation yeah, um, that has never got sober by our generation that now creates more death-defying things and what you saw and and you know you kind of break it down a little bit with the, this Vacaville situation with this black male 29 year old and the killing of two white girls one that was 15 years old And another one, uh, I'm I'm, I'm hearing that she was older. Some folks are saying she's a teenager, but it was two white girls. What you saw is a display of not only mental health, bad decision making, and a lifestyle that is more dangerous than I think some folks would want to imagine.
0: Yeah. So tying all this stuff together, even back to the the crack documentary, why all this stuff all goes uh, hand in hand with each other. So you take all these people who went to prison in the 80s and came home in the 90s or they they came home in the early 2000s because they went for the 90s and they come home and prison has never been designed to rehabilitate it, it's <laughs> not from its inception
1: That that i thought it was
0: yeah prison prison is where you used to send people until you figured out what to do with them
1: Why do they call them rehabilitation centers?
0: Because it's a nice title. (laughs) It it sounds nice. Like You would would lock somebody up historically. You'd lock them up until they were then seen by the magistrate, the judge, whatever. And then you ultimately decided what to do with them. Like we're not historically, you know, we're not housing y'all for the rest of your lives. There's never really been the philosophy under jail. There were some people who were locked in the Bastille till you died, but you died relatively quickly. Like you weren't nobody was doing 60 years, you know, state time. Historically, if you, you, mm-hmm. you stole, they cut your hand off. You know, you if you raped or killed. Your life was in the hands of the family that you wounded. They got to decide what to do with you. If you slept with mm-hmm. another man's wife, he got to choose to kill you or not. Like it was mm-hmm. real. Like they got to you relatively quickly. So in this society where we we lock people up for long stretches of time, they come home. And it's why we have it's like seven out of 10 of our young girls have been sexually assaulted before the age of 18. It's, and it's a very high number of our young boys who don't talk about it. Because they, you've got all these these people who are coming home. Who have been institutionalized and have trauma and issues. And then you just bring them home and then you send them back to mom's house, back to grandma's house
1: with no resources, no resources,
0: no, no therapy, no counseling, no to work it out. You give them a probation officer.
1: A probation officer or a parole officer should also come with a therapist,
0: yeah, or, or something, and or at least ample resources in the Well, well, you're supposed to go to anger management twice a week. You got court ordered. Got to get deeper. Uh, than anger management. Such and such, whatever. Got to go deeper. The
1: drug, uh, you know, the 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 the, the annual little drug little you know yeah, meeting that they have
0: to go to. You're still looking at them through the eyes of a criminal. Yes, sir. I need to make sure you're not doing drugs because it's against the law. I need mm-hmm. to make sure that you got your anger in check so you don't break the law.
1: Do you know? Do you know how many kids we saved when we were able to do the MOBs in the barbershop?
0: Yeah, well, they can actually talk this stuff out.
1: Like that, the, our, our, our therapy group
0: in the barbershop. Well, we was next yeah. level with it. You know what I'm saying? They learned yeah. yeah, they learned the language, they learned to talk and it they out. They gave them an outlet. Yeah. Yeah, they were like in a space to where I can I can work some of this stuff out. Somebody's actually listening to me. And I'm, I'm not worried about going to jail. If I talk about what's going on with me, I'm not worried about because that's that's the thing, too. We in our culture, if you if you tell somebody going to jail. So it, it, either me, my brother, my dad, mom, somebody, you know, to, to talk to an authoritative figure about something means somebody's getting locked up and then you're going to be the one who, who breaks up your family. You're going to be the one you can't trust those people. Don't don't tell them our business. Don't don't. that That's the sort of stuff that, that we we push. But we get all these unhealed traumas, all this abuse within, within the systems, all this all this just compounded problems in, in our family, in our society, said it's sick. We had all this damage that was done, but then there was no resources or recovery. There was no here's some outlets, here's some work um, incentives to to to. Become black therapists. Like black therapists, there's not an incentive because a lot of non-black people don't necessarily want to see a black therapist and therapy is not something that's supported within our community. <laughs> and then we don't want to talk to people of other communities. So we, we, like things like this, they don't it, relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like this Asian woman is not going to be able to relate I to have I, I was, Oh, You're teaching them about your blackness
1: before you can even talk about what's going on in your mind.
0: Yeah, you're trying to you're using cultural language. What happened? Man, I was a kid. I got beat. They beat you. No, they, I mean, spanked like like there's just some cultural they spanked you. Yeah, like there's some like so you got. Yeah, you have to you have to debrief them culturally before you can even get to your problem. Yeah. And so there's things that we need to do on, on the healing side. So we, so we fast forward. We've got all this trauma on top of all the stuff we've had historically. But I'm just talking about a recent history. So we have all the, the, the crack epidemic that hit all these mass incarceration, high levels of abuse exponentially now. And you've got a generation of people who are now born in 2000 who now are the group that came before them either went to prison or jail when they were babies. Like, like right before, uh, you've got people who are 2000, 2010, um, well the no, 95, we'll go there. 95 to, to their mind.
1: You was okay. either high off chronic or you were high off pills in that that during that era.
0: Yeah, they were born in 1995 to, to 2010, constantly getting bombarded with people now who are coming home from that era. And the generation that's above them that they're supposed to learn the way and to see what's going on are either gone because they're still gone, were dramatically there are these people who are now coming back from prison. Or there are people who left because of those situations. Uh. So, so the the community that was there, they're either locked away in prison or jail. They, they're they from prison or jail with that mentality, trauma and abuse, or because of what the environment was at the time, they left. So there are the, well, how come the doctor that lived down the street or the guy who went to college and they left because of all the impact of the, 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 the issues that were going on that was flooded through the community? So you don't have the guy that who was walking the straight and narrow, living two doors down. And if he does, he don't associate with people he don't know. Uh, you know, the ones who will talk to you is the dude who just did ten years. Uh, the guy who will talk to you is the one who's trying to recruit you to the team. You know, who's trying to exploit you. Like we have all these the, these trauma, these things that are going on that produce people and situations and scenarios with like Vacaville, uh, where you've got a twenty nine year old. In a in a in a space, first off, I don't know the age of the other girl, but the fact that he's almost 30 in this the apartment with the 15 year old. This ain't his pen pal buddy. This ain't no
1: fan because he was a rapper. You know, this is not a friend of a friend to a friend. You know what I'm it's saying? Drake. Come with on. Drake
0: ain't gonna be in no apartment with no 15 year old girl. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If she's the biggest fan in the world, like this is not, you know, this this
1: it's not normal behavior, but to them it's normal behavior.
0: Yeah, this is exploitive predatory practices because you because we're told about watching your emotions. You're always supposed to be on. You're not even about self-preservation. You're looking to who can you exploit. You're looking to see who you can get over on because you got exploited yourself. You got exploited. (laughs) So the chain keeps moving. And then you you, lack of opportunities, lack of resources. But Uh, why is there a lack of
1: opportunity? But why is there a lack of opportunity?
0: Yeah, let me set this, this iPhone up and get this 15-year-old girl on his OnlyFans page so we can start generating some money. And let, this let,
1: is, again, again, we're not accusing or we're not directly pointing that there could be, but the possibilities are there and we're only speculating at this particular yeah. time. Of so let me accurate. remove
0: him specifically because we don't know the situation with those girls. I don't want to put something on somebody that, that wasn't their thing. But the fact is that we see these scenarios play out all the time to where you've That's got... Right. 14 15 16 17 year old girls who are getting exploited by 14 15 16 25 35 45 year old males and in a reality that we live in what the fuck is a
1: 29 year old black male who has a history of violence has a history of gang culture and a lifestyle that he's admitted that he's sending them what would the hell would he be with a
0: young girl like that and another woman as well yeah, from another it's, state nothing <laughs> positive Ain't <laughs> nothing positive it's going on, on with we that say that. It's, it's, it's nothing positive so for us like I said we have the, the one lane where we're looking for like I said government to make good on the, the stuff that the problems that it caused but on us on our end this is where we, we, you can't just be they're not my kids it can't just be that's not my problem it can't just be that's them over there And and and, and I know it's it's hard in some cases and easy in others to not just to just drop your head, mind your business and keep it moving. Uh, And I'm not saying you necessarily have to get involved in a complete stranger's life, but to we see constant stories to where people get involved in these things and no one who knows them is surprised they got into it.
1: And, you know, the thing about it, as you say that thought, it's almost like this is probably a good thing that it happened. Because also what it does, because what we do know, when it happens to white people, the attention needs sometimes shifts. Like the we talk about the opioid, right? Now, now all of a sudden it's like, well, y'all didn't give that much attention or care for crack. The the simple fact that it was some white girls that was with this black male, maybe that will help open up the doors. Is like, yeah, it ain't just if it it was what they were doing. If it was drugs, if it was sex trafficking, it ain't just black kids. It ain't just black girls. You know, yeah. there is an underground with white suburban girls, right? You know, white girls yeah. you just think that, oh no, everybody thinks cool. That like they have been um definitely connected to the lifestyle and definitely um and definitely excited right some people like there's no way there's excitement no there's some excitement that young people have in these moments especially because they're still young they see what they see believe what they want to believe at this particular time so this naiveness that we want to believe that it's just a whole bunch of grizzly pimps trying to make sure that these poor, precious white girls are, 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 are being thrown out into the streets. Now, nah, sometimes it's just that they've been waiting for a individual to just tap into something that they're already thinking that they just didn't yeah. know and weren't sure about. So this hopefully will put more focus on, well, God, we got to check on all our
0: people. Yeah. Well, when your 16 year old daughter is doing the busted challenge, which is, you know, a, a commercial brother for, for, for these dudes out there and in, in, in some of this, this predatory practice. Brother. Your 15-year-old doing the silhouette challenge, but she in the bathroom with the red light filter going. Commercial for these types of predatory you ain't going there, though. dudes out here.
1: You ain't going there
0: though. I'm not talking about grown women. <laughs> you you 30 years old and you doing the busted challenge, gone. Knock yourself out. Like you, you I, I give you complete, you know, whatever you, you're a grown, fully fledged woman. You can do what you want, but let's not act like these teens, these kids aren't out here doing it and act like everybody who's following them are also kids. Yes. Facts. <laughs> your, your 16 year old daughter got a 28 year old following her right now.
1: Facts. Liking pictures.
0: Liking pictures. Little heart eye emoji inappropriate pictures they're in the dms in the inbox All in the dms i'm okay so, so taking that to something that, that i saw that you had posted on the, the, the going through the yeah. phones of these kids i have a challenge for people i have the go
1: through your phone and social media challenge for my parents to the kids stop being afraid of that stop being scared of that go through every damn channel tell them kids hey i want the uh, this is the cool page, the family page. I want to see your underground page, the spam page. I want to see that fake page that you got that you're uh, Johnny Gun Gun, not Johnny Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to see all of that. And I guarantee you, my challenge will not be a challenge that is met because guess what? People don't want to look at the truth about what's happening with our young people because we want to be blind to be able to say, uh, Everything was going right until it all goes wrong and say, well, I, I don't know what happened because we don't want to take accountability. We don't want to have no responsibility. It's okay, family, that if you don't know right now that your child is doing something, you find out right away. You don't have to feel ashamed. And that embarrassment, I think that family got, because my dad was embarrassed on me every day. Yeah, He was totally embarrassed about my behavior because it was just like, damn, look at my family and look at me and look at him. Yeah. And he's just like, this Negro. So I get that. I get the embarrassment part, but everything that my father did as far as a level of um, manhood that gave me the foundation that makes me who I am today saved my life when I was done with the bullshit because I saw foundational things. It was like, all right, cool. I get it. I know what to do after I wake up because we're going to be in our lost way. But for you to sit there and think that you don't have to go in there and really violate whatever privacy laws you got in your household with your children is asinizing. On top of that, my father did so much creeping, I would be so irritated. This nigga used to just like go through, do random checks, and find the marijuana, and we wouldn't even say nothing after a while. It was just like I'd come into my little stash spot, and it would be like...
0: That's all it was. And It was just like,
1: okay, little negro, check this out. You're lucky I'm throwing ounces in the garbage and or flushing them down the toilet because I could be calling your probation officer. And you know what I mean? So yeah. my dad, in a sense, even though it put me in awkward positions and I've learned from that moving forward, he saved me because I could have literally came home one day with police right at my door like what's going on and went to, been taken to jail and been a part more of the system because I was on probation. Yeah. So if you're not ready to take that challenge to save your kid's life, we're going to have more and more th- like Right now, dog, we can go through three hours of a podcast just talking about the heinous things that young people have done. Not only the people that they don't know, but just their family members. Yeah. Young man killing his mom. Young man killing his family. And these are black males. These are black males. I wish I could sit here on Black History Month and just talk about the insurrection and um, the white boy that beat up his, his black girlfriend and talk about how crazy white people are, but it's black people doing crazy things that black mm-hmm. people usually don't do. But the simple fact of watching this young man, 29-year-olds, we can't take the too much of the young, this grown Yeah, man. yeah
0: he, he, 30. That, he's 30. Grown, this this
1: grown-ass example, man. This grown-ass man sitting here. He was so whacked out, but he still knew I'm going to go live. And what he showed us, I only spent 15 seconds of that video. Anybody else was watching it, unless you were a part of law enforcement or a part of the news, so you kind of create the story, you kind of was sick to watch the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's, you know, it's no. nothing to see. Yeah,
1: Seeing him doped out of his mind, talking reckless, talking about setups, talking about all type of stuff, and I'm not saying that these things couldn't be wrong, and I'm not saying that these young girls are as innocent. But they did not deserve that. And they did not deserve to have them be displayed for all the world to see, to now be a talking point with their dead bodies. Dog, this wasn't a horror movie. Dog, this wasn't like a murder flick or this wasn't a 48-hour reenactment. In real time, we saw this cowardly, doped-up Negro sitting here with these young girls, the young girl, and I don't know the younger, older girl. We don't know yet but still sitting there watching their their limp bodies and him talking to them. As much as he was insane, he was insane. He was sane. As much as he was insane, he was sane because he knew to go ahead and get the phone and say, hey, man, they got screwed up. And that is most challenging to me because we live in this 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 society that even in the most uh, ridiculous or sinister acts. It's almost like, look at me what I'm doing. See yeah. me. And it's for the likes. It's for the share. It's for the follow. Or it's even for the sympathy. And for yeah. the simple fact that folks were sympathetic for that guy before they were for those girls, is just actually crazy. And it speaks to the volume of our, our, just our lack thereof um care and concern for victims. Do these girls do something? In a way, won't well, that's to be argued, but no one deserved what they got.
0: No, and when it comes to to getting ahead of these types of things when they're happening is somebody knew him. Somebody knew them before that day. And like I said, let me move off of them specifically, because I don't know the details of it. Like I said, I want to put that on. We know when we when, when our sons, when our cousins, when our brothers, when our nephews, when the, the kid next door is involved in some stuff, we we turn a blind eye when it's our daughter but but we know when our nieces and our cousins are are, are doing stuff and for, for parents who are like oh man i don't know about the the, the snap talk in 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 the face chat and all that you better get familiar you know i've talked to certain parents and they're like oh yeah i saw their facebook well you know facebook is for for 40 to 65 year olds that's that's the demographic so if you're worried about what your 14 year old is doing is facebook for her is when she's just saying hi to grandma yeah Th- that's that's <laughs> not her world you know i don't know about they this TikTok, that TikTok, that's, it, that's for kids and that's for snapchat you better get familiar because that's where they are Facts. you know you better get familiar with clubhouse you better get familiar with all these apps where they're hanging out and and because the predators stay up to date like an iphone update they stay they stay on point wow. and they know exactly where all these kids is going they know about the fake pages, the catfishing, all that sort of stuff and being proactive and not just seeing it and shaking our head. Like being proactive and getting involved because the child that you don't save today will be the one that robs you tomorrow. Ooh. So if you're going to act like that's not my problem, that's not my concern. The, the, what was it? Uh, so, what was that? Spider-Man with the first with that first movie where he let the, the robber run past him when he could have tripped him. Whoop. And then that's the same dude to turn around and shot his uncle in the car jacket. Yes, sir. You know, the, the, the little boy that you don't have time for today will be the one that you come looking for because he didn't done, done something to your daughter tomorrow. Wow. You know, and so w- instead of just saying about what the, Uncle Sam could do for us, or what Biden needs to put in place or what, you know, your governor respectively needs to do, they need to run their race, but we need to run our own. Facts. And <laughs> like I said, these things are not mutually exclusive. It's not one or the other. And so getting involved, getting proactive, getting engaged and actually caring, we have to start caring about each other a little bit more and, and clean up some stuff on a little bit better when it comes to the, to the in-house problems.
1: Get the broom and get the mops, man. Get that, that pine solve and that Clorox,
0: Mr. and Miss Clean, all, all up in here. Where where can folks find you, Barry, to keep up with you for for great conversation like this? Twitter, uh, what is
1: it? Twitter, IG, Facebook, Barry Axius, and make it sure is. You, you support a with a Z, huh? No, TikTok. I, you know what? I'm gonna let that for the youngsters, man. I am not really <laughs> I to be a little bit separate for some things. I, I I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah. people have told me TikTok. You know, folks have been yelling at me to get on Clubhouse. I'm just, I, for a person that's very out there, I'm very, uh, I'm very cautious on how many things I kind of continue to range in my energy. Like, it's a lot to be in these spaces and places and just continually be drained by all this negativity, brother. Watching all this stuff this weekend, it was a lot, dog. It was like, it was, it was some, it was like, yo, it's, Every weekend, it seems like it's been something. It's been something yeah. heinous. It's been like, yo, whether it's been a a death that I've had to deal with, whether it's been you know multiple situations that are constantly coming, and then just watching this cold situation and and for this idea of alpha manhood, right? Now, this one, bringing back the alpha with my brothers. It's just like that's not alpha, dog. Like that's not. that's just crazy. That's yeah, cowardly. We need to do,
0: uh, really? We need to do a full show on what the actual definition is. Yeah, because it gets used improperly regularly. It really does. Like when people start defining what is alpha male, alpha female. It's it's actually not. It's it's not what it's promoted. Well, what what I'm what what I'm. Yeah, Yeah, not for you what you're saying, but I I I just just maybe think because that phrase gets used incorrectly pretty a lot. Well, I know that I'm going to be you know
1: I'm working on some stuff, some 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 monies that we could probably. Be able to pull some things together since you're doing the coaching piece that is going to be huge. So you know we'll talk about that offline that I'm trying to work on because folks, I've been you know working on this whole mental health thing and it's like yo, niggas really need it and they don't need it. And like I was just talking to my OG, one of my mentors, and we was talking about it and I said, niggas don't need it in the way that you go sit in a therapist. Some folks will do that, right? And that's awesome. And we will always say, yo. Yo, you want some privacy? Go. Yeah, you need but, some couch time. Get it. Yeah. But the way, you know, if I could call you up or we, we just chop it up and just break in bread just in that first part of the, the show before we even get on or in a way of where we had it with our youngsters coming in and we're having some real game. We're having some sit down, breakdown language. It, yeah. It's so effective because a lot of those youngsters, if they do fuck up, guess what? The foundations that we built that I like, God Damn it. This is what they talking about. Yeah. Right? So it's almost like all right. Our our faces are in their heads and our voices is in their ear, even if they make a mistake, they're gonna got like, oh yeah, yeah, Jermaine and Barry said this. So these kind of things are some of the stuff that we need to be back. And I don't think that there's enough of a investment. And now they're looking at damn, we're gonna have to invest because that's not only mentorship, that's accountability, that's yeah. responsibility, and that's also again a form of our own kind of therapy session. Who does not get that's what's missing in our black community seriously black therapy sessions in the barbershop and the salons again <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean so
0: yeah we gotta get that stuff in, in motion uh i'm jermaine morris on facebook every other social media platform is at j morris ceo this has been say something with jermaine morris and barry axis thank you for listening if you catch us on apple iheart radio soundcloud wherever you just listened to this or just heard this we please appreciate like subscribe share it with an individual uh for apple please leave a rating that definitely uh helps out we appreciate that as well so uh until next show peace <laughs> and we'll holler at you later Cheers.